What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Leo Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Munoz, and today is Friday, November 19th. And you're probably wondering, hey, Kevin, it's not Monday. Why are you releasing an episode on a Friday? Well, that's because if you haven't heard by now, the House passed Biden's Build Back Better bill this morning. And it's something important because it specifically mentions immigration. And I thought it'd be a good idea if we broke it down together to see what's in it. So in today's bonus episode, we're going to be covering what's in this 2100 page bill, including what this means for undocumented immigrants and what happens next. All coming up right now. So the House passed Biden's roughly $2 trillion package known as Build Back Better bill this morning on a 220 to 213 vote. Okay, that's great. But what's in it? Well, for starters, this bill, which, as I mentioned before, is 2,100 pages long and includes language to let the government issue work permits to millions of immigrants that will let them stay in the United States temporarily. So let's concentrate on the immigration reform for a second. According to the Times magazines, one third of Americans believe that the nation should make it easier to immigrate here, which is the highest ever proportion to think so. But America has not enacted major immigration reform since 1986. The original idea was to create a pathway to legal status for the millions of undocumented immigrants living in the United States. Senate Parliament Elizabeth McDonough a non-elected official who determines what would sufficiently affect the budget to be included in a reconciliation bill thwarted this attempt, assessing that such a provision would equate to a, quote, tremendous and enduring policy change that dwarves its budgetary impact, end quote. Democrats' Plan B offering undocumented immigrants who entered the country before 2010 a pathway to green cards was also blocked by McDonough. Currently, the Build Back Better text offers a much narrower proposal to reform immigration, giving undocumented immigrants who entered the United States illegally before 2011 the ability to apply for renewable employment authorizations protecting them from the risk of deportation for five-year stretches at a time. According to Representative Veronica Escobar, a Texas Democrat, quote, This has been such a challenging journey this year, trying to get a pathway to citizenship into the reconciliation bill, and that what we are left with, very likely, is work permits and protections, and while that is absolutely inadequate, we have to get that across the goal line, end quote. However, what's not clear is if they actually will get this across the goal line. The fate of an estimated 7 million migrants who may qualify for parole under the policy could still be blocked by the Senate, where the chamber's nonpartisan parliamentarian enforces rules that limit provisions allowed in the budget bills. You're listening to the Leo Podcast. I'm Kevin Munoz. This ad break is brought to you by yours truly, If you enjoy the show and are looking to further show your support, and if you already haven't done so, then head on over to patreon.com slash latinamericaneo or my website latinamericaneo.org to join the growing Leo podcast community and receive numerous benefits and bonus content for supporting your favorite podcast because the learning doesn't stop with this episode. There's also some awesome merch on my website, everything from shirts to coffee mugs and tote bags. All info will be at the bottom of the show notes. Now let's get back to today's episode. To be clear, this is not a pathway to citizenship. 
many would be able to adjust their status through their families with this, and it leaves folks in a temporary status that would end in 2031. So even though it's not citizenship, it would, however, change the lives of millions. So if you'd like to take action, you can also text PATHWAY to 877-877 to demand the Senate to take action right now. Again, that's PATHWAY to 877-877. Other things included in the bills are universal preschool to cover more than 6 million three and four year olds, an expansion of Medicare coverage to cover hearing, several initiatives aimed at lowering the cost of prescription drugs, including insulin, healthcare subsidies for low income Americans, initiatives to combat climate change, including electrification of the United States Postal Service fleet, four weeks of paid family and medical leave, an extension of the child tax credit through 2022 at $300 a month for each child under the age of 6 and $250 a month for each child ages 6 through 17. The creation of a civilian climate corps to fight the effects of a warming planet, billions to hire more IRS agents to crack down on tax cheats, expanded aid for historically black colleges and universities, and it also makes another 9 million more children eligible to receive free school meals. The nonpartisan private committee for a responsible federal budget, which preaches fiscal constraint, estimated that the bill's overall cost would be nearly $5 trillion if Democrats hadn't made some of its programs temporary. That includes tax credits for children that Democrats extended for just one year, making their price tags appear lower even though the party would like those programs to be permanent. Let me know what you think. That's all for today's Paloma News on the Leo Podcast. I'm Kevin Munoz, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it five stars on Apple Podcasts and a follow on Spotify. It helps me tremendously in order to bring more awareness and educational resources to our community. For more information and to stay up to date with what I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram at latinamericaneo. And if you need more information and resources, you can visit my website, latinamericaneo.org. I'm Kevin Munoz. This has been the Leo Podcast, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is not investment advice, and I am not a qualified licensed investment advisor. All information on here, including any ideas, opinions, views, predictions, forecasts, commentaries, suggestions, or stock picks expressed or implied are for informational, entertainment, or educational purposes only and should not be construed as personal investment advice. Conduct your own due diligence or consult a licensed financial advisor or broker before making any and all investment decisions. Any investments, trades, speculations, or decisions made on the basis of any information found on this podcast expressed or implied are committed at your own risk, financial or otherwise.